conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. If you can't handle slut shaming, then you can't handle Bethany. I currently have an upset stomach, just like Ramona's dog. <laughs> it's Andy's girls. Welcome. Hi, this is episode nine-ish. Yeah, is it eight or nine or seven? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's nine. I don't actually. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're not good at math. We went to school for other things. Um, oh my god. <laughs> it's been a week, guys. It really, it has been a week. Do you want to talk been... about personal struggles? <laughs> I just freaked out <laughs> I think every part of me is currently imploding, so I have an upset stomach, just like Coco. Like? My back is fucked, just like, I don't know, everyone. Like, like Yolanda Hadid, 2016 <laughs> has been a tough year for Sarah and I health-wise. Sarah um, is I dealing with a sour rocks. stomach my and chronic and chronic back problems. Two herniated discs because one wasn't enough. Meanwhile, I have had I found out this uh, week four sinus infections in the last year, which means that they need me to go to an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Oh my god! Um, because my sinuses might be Are too they... small or something, so I might need to get some sort of like surgery. Can they add a sinus? Like housewives get boobs? <laughs> I, like, I, I they wish. Just, like put another one in some CC. I think they can make them bigger or something. Um. But then they gave me steroids for it, and that gave me a really bad reaction, which involved me then. I threw up in my office. I went to leave work. Where did you throw up in your office? In the bathroom. Like I got to the bathroom and threw up. Oh, pause. And then I was like, oh, oh I feel. To you. I was that's like, oh, a, I, I feel better. And I got my stuff, and I was like, I'm going home. And then I threw up on the subway, but like had like in my mouth, and then got off, and like had to walk to a park and like throw up, finish, and then sat in the like in the park and was like, okay, um, I was like, well, I had a hair appointment. I was like, I guess I'll just try to make it now because I feel because <laughs> I feel better oh, no. and I think it's over. So I got back on the train after 20 minutes of sitting in the park, and then I threw up in my mouth. Twice, and then I like got got off the train because I was like, "Okay, wait." So super gross question, but when you throw up in your mouth, 
I mean. I'm just holding it in my mouth. <laughs> you held it in your mouth how many stops? Just one. Because I, I would get off of it. Then, and then you just, and then, and then I, oh my god, I can't, we can't. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Okay. So I did that twice, and then I got thrown in my mouth again, but I didn't have any more room for it. <laughs> so then I ended up falling <laughs> oh over my myself. God. And in the 42nd Street Station, and then I got above ground, I met my roommate, and gave him all of my belongings to take home, because I was like, I can't get on a cab or the train, because I clearly, I'm afraid that, like, the motion is making it worse, but, like, I can't get home, so he took all my stuff, and then the minute he walked away from me, I threw up again all over myself again in Columbus Circle, and then I just sat on the curb oh, and accepted no. that this was... And Columbus Circle is, like, a nice outdoor area. Like, I put my that's... sunglasses on, and sat on a curb and vomited, and then I walked home, and I was good until 86th Street, and then I... Wait, you walked... 60, 70 blocks? Yeah. Because I didn't know... How, I didn't know how to get home. Because, like, I didn't know... When I, I didn't want to take the chance You don't want to get yourself a plastic bag and then just get in the cab? They've seen it all. You uh, give them a little extra tip. Uh, as long as it doesn't get on the bottom, honestly. so bad. Anyway, so, guys, that's what we're dealing with this week. And then... The, and then a really exciting week. And then the housewives gave us a lot, too. The housewives gave us so much. And I have to just start by saying the name of the episode is... Uh, something. The name of the episode is December Berkshires County, much like uh, August Osage County. Which is really funny. Which is really funny. So kudos, kudos, as Ramona would say, to the uh, copywriters working there at Bravo TV headquarters. I honestly, as I said to Damien before we started, I watched the episode three times and I feel like I could watch it six or seven times more. I mean, there's just, there was a lot. I was like oddly upset about it but like super into it I appreciated that it was better than Scary Island in the sense that it was longer and drawn out over a much shorter period of time so I know like next week is going to continue to inspire and it felt like it wasn't too dark where like I knew that no one was like dealing with a mental illness and jelly bean overdose like Kelly Clore and Ben Simone like I really felt like this was pretty real and showing maybe some ugly truths about personalities and neuroses, but it never felt quite too much. I I don't know. I I wasn't like, with Scary Island, I was genuinely concerned about Kelly's health. I was genuinely concerned that she had lost her marbles. And this, I was like, okay, some of you are assholes. Like, I, I wish that you wouldn't say this, this, and this. But I was never, like, truly devastated. I think what was... Or concerned. The whole thing was just... I mean, it just seemed, like, really unprovoked. And that's what I... It felt so... It was like there were so many... So let's just hop into it. Yeah, so I mean, we're talking, it's, it's obviously, Lou... Lou Anne and Bethany's v, right. big blowout. Yes, yeah, series of blowouts. I mean, and I love the time stoppers. Where it's, it's so like good. Four and then, you know, the end of this was like 7.30 or something, and it's like, that's not even the nighttime. This was all like midday shit, which is just so impressive in so many ways, but Bethany obviously does not... Bethany does, <laughs> Bethany does not have filters, number one. Bethany does not have coping mechanisms, number two. So I think a lot of shit that has been building up in her relationship or lack thereof with Luann for the last couple years finally led to just a series of meltdowns. And I thought Luann's responses were overall pretty phenomenal. And then Bethany would just slut shame her into and that made like me, next year. And that made, made me mad. Because it felt no, like... I know. It was like, what kind of woman are you? And that's the kind of stuff that like... The stuff... The reason I, first of all, it's felt so improved. Like, I totally understand, like, Luann's 
like faux pretending like she made skinny girl up like why that's annoying but she was doing that yeah she was obviously doing that to fuck with bethany's but and like you know the hair stuff but it's, you know the hair stuff. but it seemed so like inconsequential and it also seems like bethany knows that's not true the audience knows that's not true but and and luann is just like getting at her but then the way Bethany ripped into her, and then when Luann would ever make Luann would make some sort of salient point or some funny like comment, yeah, she said and some then, funny shit, and then Bethany would just get like really mean, Nasty. and it was like about like sleeping with guys, and it was like that's not a bad thing, and it's like why are you slut shaming her? Like why is that? And also, why does Luann have to just why does Luann at the end of every night have to text Bethany and be like, here's who I fucked, here's who I kissed, here's who I gave my number? Like why is that anyone's business but Luann? And why does Luann need to talk about that on TV? Like I don't, I don't remember Luann slut shaming Carol. I remember Luann age shaming Carol. Yes. I remember remember yes. Luann friend relationship shaming Carol but Luann was never like you're a hoe because she understands that that would be hypocritical and Carol also isn't I mean some of the best moments for Luann post-divorce have been Luann being like I'm free to be me you know like she's just kind of floating through New York dating guys having her husky voice which I love and just kind of keeping it cool I mean (laughs) it just was it felt super uncool of Bethany honestly and I'm, I mean, I'm drinking her skinny girl, which is, I'm sure, going to be This is not the way tonic. I expected. That was not like what I expected you to say. I, it was not what I was expecting myself to feel, which is why I kept watching it. Because I was like, maybe I'll get some sort, I'll like understand, but I really don't. And then I started thinking a lot of things about Bethany, which is like, Bethany's shitty relationship with her parents. Now she all, had said this season about her dad, that her dad was really critical and awful and abusive. And I'm thinking like, why are you learning these things not to repeat them? Like, your daughter is young and innocent and lovely. I would hate to think that she's going to grow up to have a parent like Bethany had, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just felt nasty. It felt nasty in a way that isn't necessarily trained. It's, like, lived and... That was so cool when Luann gets okay. got in Bethany's face and was so... like, like... Like, I felt like Luann was really... I think that what's great about New York is that they all do have a sense of humor. I think everybody. Yeah, and um, Luann was like really relying on her sense of humor, and I appreciate in the that. beginning. But yeah. then I think it took a weird turn where like it didn't end. And when she came in, it was like, "Are we really not going to have fun?" And they were, and someone was like, "Oh, you're going to leave?" And she was like, "No." <laughs> and it was like, "Why are all these other bitches sitting on a bed like being mean about Luann?" No, it's I like, know. It was like everyone took Bethany's side in a weird way, and it was I like. Know. Luann, honestly, it was like bad luck for Luann where all of her past mistakes all caught up with her, unfortunately against her, mixed with some slut shaming and some other stuff. And even the cake moment. Oh my God, okay. I was into that. Which we, like, we need to talk about. But first, dear listeners, um, instead of doing some work emails, I decided to transcribe one of the 20 or 45 fights between Bethany and Lou. So Damien has not seen that. <laughs> so I was showing him. So, Damien, who would you, I, you can produce this. Who would you like to be, Bethany or Luann? Uh, uh, Damien has literally not seen this, not seen this side. <laughs> I'm nervous. Oh I'm nervous. I think, like, Bethany it's, has more copy. Bethany does have more copy. So, do you, you want to be the theatrical queen and say that you want to be Bethany because you get more lines? Because that's exactly who I was in fourth grade <laughs> when we um, did play. I kind of want to be Luann. I just don't, I feel like I'm not going to do her justice because I don't remember all of her line readings. But I'm going to do my best. And you're going to be Bethany. Because that's your queen. Fine. And I also feel like that's sort of a punishment for me. <laughs> I, in this one isolated moment from season whatever through now, have never picked <laughs> have you never, over have me. You, and have really... you honestly ever felt this way about Bethany, though? 
Um, in the past? Last night honestly changed me a little bit. And then I read both of their blogs, which are online right now at bravotv.com. And I was waiting for Bethany. Luann's was like sassy and sarcastic and... I don't think it was dark or bitter, but it was what it was. And Bethany's, I honestly thought she was going to apologize, and she didn't. And I was like, ah! <laughs> so I was looking at everyone's Twitter feeds last night, and Ramon is talking about Coco, quote-unquote, having the shits for all of the yelling. And I kept on looking at Bethany's feed, because I was like, eventually she will apologize, and she genuinely didn't. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know where that puts my relationship with Bethany, because we're close friends mm-hmm. in my brain. But I really was a little unnerved with, how deep and cutting she was in a way that in no way like defended her points she was just being a dick to be a dick and she's like because you're not real it's like well you're not really being a friend and there were certain and also like you're not being real and like you're being great television but you're not being real by just attacking your friend for no reason or your acquaintance whoever this woman is and that's a really bitchy thing to do so guys i think we're just gonna i think we should just jump, jump into this so wait i'm bethany Yes. Okay, so guys, this is about eight minutes into the episode. So this is our little theatrical moment. Okay, this is some some theater. This is some theater. Some theater. Okay. I want to discuss. Let's go deeper on the hair. Uh, So my hair is just like yours. So I want to be just like you. I understand it. I want to fuck a lot of different guys, party till five in the morning, play great gardens, and like rehab at uh, over my friend's house in the Upper East Side. Is that is that how it is? I love her face. Look at her face. Look at her face. Is that what I want to do? Is that what I want to do? I want to go lie to all my friends and pretend I'm one thing. Are you getting laid right now or not? I mean, what's the problem? And another, you're making up for all of us, but I'm doing okay. Oh, really? Am I the Kim Cattrall of the family or what? No, because Kim Cattrall was honest about it. Well, I'm honest about it. I'm dating. I have a good time and I happen to like one guy in particular. What is your problem that you pretend you're something when you're not what what is it that bothers you about me since i had you my whole summer my house and my party i have been to your house twice twice jules comes in i have to go call my dad (laughs) jules leaves with my children with my husband many times and i'm really shocked at your attitude attitude towards me tell me what it is you don't let anyone finish you don't let anyone finish i'm gonna let you finish i doubt it our our friendship hasn't really evolved i told you this this summer luann and no i'm not the judge and jury on who you bang but you act like you're not like that it's my friend who's at the bar and you got on the guy it's my turn now on the guy the guy that ramona's dating total bullshit you just you're you're not a girl's girl you said it you're not a girl's girl you're not a girl's girl. How's that for your cookie jar? Do you like that for your cookie jar? Give me some evidence. What man have I ever rolled up on anybody? What married man have I ever slept with? What young 25-year-olds have I ever fucked and then given my friend shit about, about it? You are a hypocrite. You fuck everyone and you pretend that you don't. I don't care if you're the biggest whore in Macy's window, but you pretend that you're appropriate. So what are you doing right now? I'm calling you out on your shit because no one besides me has the balls to do it. And <sighs> it's really actually disgusting to look back on, like, to see it all typed out. Like, no one has the balls to call you out on your shit. Like, I know that way Luana came into the reality TV and came into America, like, was very different than how she is now. But I don't think the facade of, like, the Countess and her being prim and proper has been on television for, like, five years, four right, years. Right, for several years. But Bethany hasn't been on TV for four years. I mean, like, she was on TV last year, and then she was on her failed talk show. Right. So but like she, she probably hasn't had the moment to answer to a lot of stuff that she has seen, and now it's what she's thinking is her opportunity. I really think that some of this is Bethany getting mad at Luann. Some of this is Bethany getting mad at Sonia. 
Because a lot of this doesn't make sense. It's like, maybe this is why Dorinda didn't want Sonia to go to the Berkshires because she thought that... She she did say that. She said, right. I thought I was protecting Sonia, but obviously I should have thought about Luann, which was... I don't know. I, I'm really confused. Bethany said something that you just read about how was my friend at the bar with a man. Like, right. Do you think stuff happened off camera that made Bethany feel like, oh, this isn't oh, just... Oh, 100%, because Bethany told Ramona, who then told Luann, and Luann said it was bullshit, and then Bethany brought it up, that Bethany's friend was at the Mark restaurant, which is... Was at the... Uh, was at a very famous restaurant at the Mark Hotel, or very, like, yeah, overpriced yeah, yeah. and whatever, Upper East Side. It's fine. Um, it's great. So she was at the Mark restaurant, uh, Bethany's friend, and was there with Tom and Luann. And at some point, in some way, Luann allegedly went over to Tom and said, I'm next, or I'm going to be like the next one, knowing that Tom was dating Ramona. Now, to be honest, honestly, 100%, I actually really don't think it's that big a deal. And I think it's kind of sassy. And I don't think that Luann was literally thinking like, you're going to fuck me right now on top of this bar next to our $30 bottle, uh, $30 glass of house white. Like, I don't think that, I don't think that's what Luann was intending. Maybe Luann was being a little sassy about it. Maybe Luann wanted to flirt with Tom and wanted him to be hers. I don't see why she would want someone's like, sloppy seconds and like ramona says she doesn't care well ramona says she doesn't care but she wished that luann had told her sure which i think is that's valid and someone is lying about how many dates tom and ramona went on ramona said they were on six six or or seven seven. luann said they were on one and then when she heard it was six or seven she was like well it doesn't matter anyway which i thought was really hilarious like genuinely funny where she's like well it doesn't matter who's with me now which i appreciated (laughs) because i was like go you in a certain way but also that does make me wonder did tom tell her he had only seen her once and is her fiance lying to her about how many times he saw ramona i mean i don't think they slept together otherwise i think ramona would have been more upset i think it was you know there's this thing in new york where you go on dates or you're seeing someone but you're not actually dating like you you can have this thing where it's you know it's not a friend that you're seeing and going to dinner with, but it's not quite a date. You're just, and especially for, not to be a dick, but like people of a certain age. Yeah. I think that just having, you know, a presence there in some way of of a someone that you're potentially interested in, you know, they were going out or whatever, but not like going out quote unquote. And I think that he probably lied to Lou about how many times he saw Ramona, or he maybe genuinely didn't understand some of these experiences that they had. Some There was some sort of breakdown. But I don't think that that's the worst thing in the world. And maybe if she was coming on to him, I mean, they weren't exclusive, obviously. They were dating... Ramona and Tom either dated once or seven times. I mean, there's a huge space in there and obviously they were both seeing other people it wasn't an exclusive relationship so what's the big fucking deal i also i think i said this last week so apologize if i'm repeating myself but if this is like real love and luann really is in love with tom which i don't 100 percent think is correct. sure I, yeah. I don't know but if it is like i am gonna be the judge and jury <laughs> i can understand like maybe wanting to keep something until you know for sure like oh this is real so like Maybe that's why I shouldn't tell Ramona because like Ramona isn't her best friend and she was like, I should tell this person if this becomes real, but I don't know. Like, because she didn't want it to become a storyline on the show until yeah, she knew. and there are also a lot, there aren't a lot of straight guys in New York, let alone if you're like 45, 40, 50 that are available, you know, like that are people that you would be interested in. There are millions of people and yeah. just the, the dating pool is slim, I would assume just in their social circle. 
Um, just to take a little uh, pivot. Yeah, pivot for a moment. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but like, what the hell was the deal with when Carol arrived? One, she made a weird like. The joke was funny that she heard that she thought that Bethany was fighting with a man, but then yeah, that was. But then she said something like, "It wasn't Luann." I mean, Luann. Yeah, and I was like, like. I don't like, I feel like there's a level of, like, humor and jokes when it comes to Bethany and even Carol, where, like, they say things like that, and then, like, Ramona or Luann say something, and, like, like Carol gets really bent out of shape about, like, I, I feel like, I feel like they were really mean to Luann last night. Like, Carol in her interviews and Bethany in everything. Carol genuinely needs to let it go. Carol said in the last episode, not last night, but last week, that she wasn't comfortable sleeping in a house with Luann. You genuinely need to grow up. You need to, like, grow up. We know you're not 25 because you're dating someone who's 30 years old, younger than you, and he's in his late 20s. I mean, you just need to, like, you need to get over it at a certain point. It's dumb. It makes you look like an idiot. It makes you look like an asshole. She showed up, and then she she pulled Dorinda outside, and I was like, is this, is this the storyline you really want yours to be that you're going to keep harping on right. that. I don't, I, maybe it's because she doesn't have anything else that she wants to share either specific to her relationship with Adam and like their fake cookbook or I don't know. It was just so, I was now. like, this I, is, I was really, I was also like into it. her when she tried to like, I don't want to say play Dorinda, but she was sort of like, I told you I didn't want you to, like, I didn't think it was a great idea for you to invite Luann. And Dorinda was like, I'm pretty sure I shut that down. And then <laughs> they, they flushed it. Or, Dorinda, or she was like, I don't feel, want to feel safe in a, in sleeping in a room. And with, Dorinda was like, get over Dorinda, it. Yeah, Dorinda was like, or I'm thinking of, she was like, eating. She was like, I'm thinking you're going to have to deal with that. And I was like, that was so cool. So, because, like, that's what I can't, like, you're right. Carol and Bethany, there's a level of, like, they're the cool girls. And they sort of, like. really the mean girls. I mean, last night, I was, I just felt like the slut shaming. Everything else is like, whatever, like, was mean. But, like, the stuff, constant, like, slut shaming was sort of just like, is that the best we can do? Like, Right. And also, why does Luann have to own, I just, yeah, I come back to that. Like, why does Luann have to own every, <laughs> every level of who she's, like, sleeping with or not? Well, and then, with? Like, why that- is that anyone's business? And why is Bethany fighting battles for other people who aren't asking her to fight them on her behalf. Like, it's done. Like, if Carol wants to get into it with Luann, and she's obviously not ballsy enough to do it on camera or in person in real life, then that's between Carol and Luann. It's not between Carol, Bethany, and Luann. And I felt like Luann was, like, really... Because Luann's a party girl, obviously. I mean, that's why she gets along with Sonia so much. I think Luann was just, like, looking for some fun and was really kind of shocked at the level of... um, uh, ferociousness kind of heading her way and she was getting it from all angles I mean she was getting it from Bethany repeatedly and then Bethany would do this thing where she would talk about Luann Luann would walk in they would fight and then it would go away and then God forbid Luann talks about it in a certain room and then Bethany walks in and it's like that a was what was oh my and god I like, Sarah I can't believe you're agreeing with all this I, am, I, mean, that's I, I do ended. have ears I do have eyes and ears and I will own up if something is wrong I will call people on it like that's kind of my I thing could, I honestly couldn't believe the way it ended because you know Luann made those apology texts which were like silly but like this, the, the texts were dumb. They were so dumb, but it but was also, like... also, like, she couldn't do the, it in person because she didn't feel comfortable. And they weren't, like... I mean, Carol and wouldn't... Carol, Carol won't even toast a drink, which is, like, that's what's becoming so ridiculous. Like, Carol, because you're becoming... You're you're killing yourself, like, off the show because oh, you're not doing... You're not giving anything. Right. So it's like, you want to toast? And it's like, oh. It's no, like, I okay, know. Carol, well... Jules is, like, better than you at this point for me. Okay, so obviously Luann was not perfect. They saw someone that scene... That was cool. <laughs> There was smoking cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes, which I was, like, super into. 
And then poor Jules is like, I'm on the phone with the hospital or whatever. I'm like trying to talk to my dad. My dad's dying. They're more important things. And Lou just like can't let go. And Jules is like, my dad's like dying in five minutes. And, and Luann's like, I know, but did you hear what he said? And I was like, poor Jules is actually trying to have a human moment. Yeah. And Luann's like, no, I'm 100% too It was weird because like I kept waiting for it to turn and to be about like Luann to be compassionate towards Jules. And, and then it, it never Jules, happened, was, like, Jules ended up like talking to Luann about being slut shamed. So sad. And also a couple things. Number one, I 100% have been looking at pictures of vanilla cake throughout today. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Number two, Dorinda's, like, I think Dorinda at that point was just really emotional. I think that it was, like, so much throughout the day. It just, she broke. Like, Dorinda, (laughs) this is too much. Like, she's a delicate, fragile flower, and she heard, I think, cake. I think she heard someone talk about her mom, and she she thought they were making fun of her mom's cake. she 100% misinterpreted that. I've been there before, though. I I get very protective of family, so, like, it's like, you know, it's, like, fun when you make fun of your family. Yeah, but if someone else says, you're like... What the um, fuck are you talking yeah, about my family? So I felt like there was, because I was like, is Dorinda wasted or did she, like, did something just break well, she it? she started slurring her words. I, she, she got drunk like, all of us. She gets drunk very quickly, like, I out know. of nowhere. Martini Dorinda. But she, like, seemed so mad about the birthday cake. But then, you know who was MVP in this, of this episode for me? 100%. One, two, three. Ramona. <laughs> she, managed, oh she managed to be cool with everybody. She was actually trying to help Luann. I felt like And the, then was also chastising Luann in a really appropriate way. I agree. And, like, the text to Bethany was stupid, but, like... It was... Well, they're children. They were and it was like funny. Children, so you should respond like a child. The text to Carol was, like... You have to use the word pedophile. It was, like, fine. It was just, like... You won't engage with this person, so then she's going to text you to an apology. Both of these things are stupid. Like, you won't engage as an adult, and you're going to respond, and, and you're going to send a text message because they won't engage. Like, both of these things are dumb, but I was very amused by them. I liked that Rowan was encouraging Luann to send them. Then when Luann was going on and on about the fucking cake, and Dorinda was getting so mad, Luann, her, Rowan just, like, hit her, like, slapped know, her she, ass she hard. She dragged her away. She was, like, jerking her around. Like, she, like, that, I did appreciate that Ramona was, you know, I don't, it's so that funny. That was a good use of physical force. Because she is often not in tune with what other people are going through. Almost never. She was really perceptive to, like, she was, like, Dorinda's had it. Like, Dorinda, because Bethany was being fucking rude at, at Dorinda's house. Just, like, just dictating the mood for everybody by... In, by including everyone in that fight. I think that Ramona was doing the work that Dorinda should have been doing. I agree. I think that Dorinda became, like, overwhelmed and couldn't. Or Why uh, did Dorinda think that it wasn't her job to defend, defend anybody? Luan? I didn't understand that. I was like, no, I think that's actually your job. You're the hostess. You want people to be comfortable in your house. It's not even about... It's not about defending. It's making people comfortable right. and feel protected and, like, safe. Not to be, like, crazy about it, but... And I understood her being like, well, I didn't hear it. But if, but Bethany literally, I wrote down, guys, I wrote down some of the words that Bethany used because I was like so shocked. Okay, wait. She said slut, liar, hypocrite, snake, sex doll, which I was like, uh, whore, sleeps with married men, brings guys to Sonia's house, and hair obsessed. Those are just like a, a few of the chestnuts that Bethany was delivering. And I was just thinking like, that's just, it was crossing several lines and if I had heard even a little bit of that and that person was in my you know multi-million dollar estate which we're sitting in now I would have 100% asked them to leave apologize or just chill the fuck out I'm just genuinely curious like if someone if Luann had said to like Bethany if she had called her like a slut or a whore like what would her response have been to those things Bethany yes calling her eyes out I think it would have gotten physical um I think Bethany is like a feral cat 
sometimes when she feels that someone's coming at her, which is Bethany's shit. It's not Luann's. How Bethany react? Like Bethany was trying to um, shade it at a certain point in one of her testimonials or whatever, her confessionals, when she was like, when someone comes for my business, that's the thing. And it's like, you know what, sweetie, you are a multi-million, multi-millionaire successful business businesswoman. Do you think that other people and men don't deal with? when bad shit is said about their companies and you want to be that stereotype of that like crazy unhinged woman and just respond in that way when someone comes after your business just keep doing your business when someone calls you a slut if someone calls her a slut just keep doing your business at the end of the day just keep growing your brand and your company don't react like a psychopath because that makes you look crazy and that's not i would assume her business Honestly, it was so weird to me it was when I was very like, because she just had that moment with Sonia where I thought that Bethany was totally, and I would still defend her for being upset that Sonia was trying to like steal her brand and have a cheater brand and all this. But this stuff, I'm like, you are, you're like winning at life right now in matters of of financial health. You're the wealthiest person in in the cast mm-hmm. right now, which is a huge full circle from how you know things began season one and it's like why can't you just focus on continuing to grow that which you say that you're interested in why do you have to react in such a defensive offensive manner when you think people are after you i mean you know life is hard people are going to continue to be after you if you want to attack luann for shit that she said to in seasons past fine but don't attack luann for stuff that's really not any of your business I mean, think a little. It's like she has no, she has no filter, which is one of the things I, I love about her. But when she gets, when she attacks in that manner, I was really. So I also appalled. just like what's interesting is like what Bethany said, which is basically no one will call you out on your stuff because no one has the balls except me. And it's like then it makes me like makes me want Luann to be like you're an anorexic loser with a failed talk show and a failed marriage. Who allegedly has like a drug issue. Or and whatever. it's like I so mean, like, 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 like no, but it's just like it's like I'm not saying the things. I don't know what Luann is, and I don't know how she feels, what she feels comfortable with. Like, maybe she self-identifies as being a slut. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe that's not, maybe, like, that isn't who she is. Like, that's such maybe a, that's a, that's a pejorative word, you right. know? It's like, but maybe, like, I feel like Bethany is like, own it. Own that you're a slut. And it's like, that's, like, not for you to decide for anybody. And right. also, like, you don't really know what's what. You know what people say. I don't know. It just... It was so weird and ugly, and then... It was so anti-woman. It was so anti-woman. And then she was pulling this bullshit about, like, the blind leading the blind with with Sonia, which is like, sure, I get what the joke is, but then she kept fighting it to be, like, later, kept coming back to be, like, how she wasn't helping Sonia. And it's like, you don't care about Sonia, like, as a... You, well, you literally said that you no longer care Because about you didn't Sonya. want her here, so right. don't act like... You don't attack Luann now for being, like, Sonya's only friend, basically. And also, it's really not Luann's job to heal Sonya. It's Sonya's, Sonya's job. job. So, it's I like, mean, uh, what are you angry at Luann about? You're angry at Luann for things she said to other people. You're angry at Luann for being friends with someone that you're fighting with. You're angry at Luann for things that she does in her private time that's been off camera, unless there's some, like, X-rated reel that we mm-hmm. would have heard about by now. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's... It was just so... Well, then it was like, you're not... If I felt like she was really close friends with Sonia and was like, I think you're enabling, I think, you know... But, like, that's not what it is. Like, you're she's just attacking her from every angle. But, like, she wasn't... 
saying like you're not helping our friend Sonia, who I think has an alcohol problem because you're enabling. Because she can't. Because she that. doesn't care. She, can't say that. she, she is just. She's just attacking her to say like this is one more thing you're doing wrong with your. She actually said, "I don't like the way you live your life." That's what she said at one point. Which is none of her business. Which is none of her business, and also like that's not a thing that a friend says. Like you might have issues with some things in some in your friend's life, but like if you're a friend, you have more tact than that. And if you're not a friend, then the real thing to do is to not say that. You know what I mean? Like right. it's just like the, the and, there, and there's something that mean, awful people do when they're in the middle of like insulting other people, which is saying that you never let me finish. Which I think is so inappropriate because if you're spewing insults at someone and they're interrupting, defending themselves, and you're like, you never let me finish. Well, unless you have something valuable, solid, human, humane to say, why would I? Why should I sit here and have you berate me? Like, what? What is that doing aside from making you feel better by putting someone else down? Like, why would that? Uh, why? Why yeah, would that I, be I a, a, a agree. conversation? No, look at friends? Len, the housekeeper. That poor housekeeper, and I was like, oh my god, this poor woman. Good Len, like, go Len, go Len with that like chill, easy, <laughs> or whatever it was. Tea. I mean, it was a lot, and I think that if we're talking sort of about Sonia, let's just take a minute and. Um, I forgot that she was even in the episode last night. The I think sad so did scene she. of her I think getting her vagina remembers, but I. I have a couple questions, including why are you participating in what I would consider experimental treatment on your lady parts? I think it was for free. That's why. It was for free, for free, but I feel like there were other things that one could do. And also what really honestly scared the shit out of me was that the camera panned to the doctor and like it had his specialty as like a general practitioner. No. <laughs> yes, he's like doctor whatever. And listeners, we have our favorite activity in the background which is like playing the episode on mute and i swear to god in like five to ten to fifteen seconds the blonde woman is gonna lead her fake friend sonia into the back because they 100 percent have never met each other <laughs> and they're gonna meet her husband who is not a plastic surgeon who is a general practitioner who's about to invade her in a way that also what sonia did not look great by, in this scene she her face she looks hasn't looked great this season she's aged and she's not she can't like afford the things that were, she can't afford dr deasy i, mean, I think like she's Ramona i Kent. think she's maybe one of the one of the prettier she is uh, but i don't like the middle part her hair color is too dark it's too much of a caramel it needs to be a little lighter and golden and she's dressing in a weird way i don't know she looks better in her asides like her hair looks better in her confessionals Okay, ready? Guys, Lexington Medical, Dr. George Liakis, general practitioner. Oy. And he takes out the thing, which mm. <laughs> was, like, really big, and it wasn't great. I And I didn't understand what actually, what it was going to do, what the surgery was going to do. Not surgery, but what the, it was going to, like firm her or something i'm too young i'm a baby i'm not a baby of 20 whatever i'm not totally sure either um it was i assumed it was some sort of rejuvenation <laughs> rejuvenation um, oh my god it's like the vajazzle of 2016 uh yeah this scene was so strange like i didn't need to know what sonya was doing when she wasn't included i actually kind of preferred if it was just a straight shoot of the entire it also made me sort of sad that, like, these are the things that the producers are thinking that she should be filmed doing. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think this is 100% her idea. I think someone probably totally. contacted the production company, and they're like, we'll do this for Housewife for free. And they're like, Sonya will do it. And I'm sure she was happy to participate because it didn't cost her anything, but it was also just really sad and depressing and, like, didn't didn't look 
great for Sexy J. It did not look great for Sexy J, even though it may have been great for her V. I mean, I just, it was sort of like, it was a little bit of a Grey Gardens moment on their outside. I'm like really caught up in it right now. Sorry. I mean, 100% just started legit. (laughs) I just started watching it. Oh my god, it was not. It so was, what I want to talk about not is okay. So this so uh, Luann sends the text messages to Carol and Bethany. Blah blah blah. They both get them and are talking about it. And mm-hmm. basically, in the other room, Luann is predicting to Ramona like they're probably in the same room together, getting these text messages, making fun of me. And I don't remember what Carol says, but Carol basically says like she's fucking insincere or whatever. Bethany is sort of flipping about it. Flash forward, Bethany walks into the kitchen and it hears, I don't remember what Luann is specifically saying, but she hears Luann and Ramona discussing something. Bethany, like, what is Bethany trying to, she's like, what is she trying to take us all down or take everyone down with her? Something remember. to that yeah. effect. And Bethany is like, lit, sitting and then she's like, oh, is this what you fucking say after you send a fucking apology text? And it's like, you were just talking about it a minute ago with Carol. Like, why? Why is it okay for you to behave in this way? Why are you allowed to behave this way and then everybody else is held at a different standard? I genuinely don't know. I don't know. I, it was like, it really felt so theatrical and not fake. It didn't feel fake. fake. I just feel like Bethany was in like a crazy mood. But Bethany also goes from like one to 100 really, really quickly. I've never seen her take someone to task for such like private decisions and sort of like wrap that around some other shit, wrap it around some other shit. Was Bethany it. tweeting last night? Um, she was a little, I felt like, I mean, Dorinda, God knows Dorinda can tweet like a motherfucker. Um, I think Bethany was like a little bit, but it wasn't anything completely crazy. I think people were saying some shit and she was like, suck it a little bit. Um, she does still have a lot of supporters, obviously. Of She's course, one of, the of most, course. I mean, I, I. How do you? I mean, you know, I'm curious. Like, how do you feeling about Bethany? Because I honestly, okay, like I wrote, I was thinking, like, oh, the me and Sarah are gonna have a shouting match about Bethany Luann having a shouting yeah, match. I. It's this has been like a really hard day for me. <laughs> Because I love Bethany, but because I have essentially seen her life, like, play out on Housewives and then Bethany getting married and Bethany Ever After, there is a repeating theme, which is her being almost, I don't know if neurotic is the right word, but really 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 defensive and thinking that other people are like out to get her in a way that is really not helpful for her to be genuinely like a human person on this planet like she just cuts at people she doesn't understand boundaries and yet she wants some around her life sort of desperately I mean the whole dumb joke with not giving the name of the guy that she may or may not be sleeping with to Luann she doesn't want Luann to like stup the guy I think it's probably because she wants to have like a little bit of privacy in her For life sure. and doesn't want people to talk about it which is why it's so ironic that she's then bringing up Luann's story and Luann activities. not telling them who that she's dating Tom which why would I ever I mean it's like they're both defensive 
at and about each other in a really strange and unnatural and unhealthy way. Now, total sidebar, apropos of nothing, what did you hear, think about the whole hair thing? I they mean, kind of do have the same haircut. Okay, I don't 100% agree. I, mean, I think that they both are brunette and have short hair, and at a certain point in your life as you get older, Ramona notwithstanding, you sort of start to cut your hair because it's like better in some way. I don't know if like your hair quality gets shittier or it's just like easier as like other things drip. I mean, I think it's someone, someone said, you know, every woman over 40 has this haircut on the Upper East Side basically. Yeah. Um, and they showed on Watch What Happens Live, they did those side by side and like they found a really good picture where like they both, it was like Luann's was less like, um, like less fed, flipped yeah, out feathery. and Bethany's was a little bit more flipped out and right. like they really looked similar. Maybe that's why I don't think they look because the style, maybe it's like the cut is similar but not the style. Generally when it's style they don't have the same style but I thought it was funny and I was into, and like the thing is it's like I was into Luann recognizing that it bothered Steph, um, Bethany so she like, <laughs> she it bothered Stephanie because I don't know her name anymore <laughs> um, and it like she kept needling it which was funny and like I also think that that's what she was doing she knows, Luann knows that the claims that, like, she also invented. Stealing anything. She knows that, like, skinny girl thing bothers Bethany, oh, which is why she brought it up purposefully. It's just, like, the fact that Bethany gets so mad and then gets so vicious is, like. I mean, but that also brings up the point. It's not like Lou is, like, totally innocent. Oh, She's no. doing this stuff 100% totally. on purpose to fuck with B. It just felt like it was a different level of, like, like, Bethany was sort of just like, let me just scream insults at you. And then when Luann was like, nah, she was like, <laughs> let me fucking finish you, dumb whore. Oh and I was like, oh my God. I can't, but can you imagine how intense that was? Because it wasn't like this was all happening in this, uh, the same room. It's like they were floating in different rooms, screaming at each other, different people yelling in this like gorgeous mansion in the Berkshires, which who knew that was even a possibility. Over four hours, what it was like three forty to like seven thirty or something, something like that. Like f around four. That is a really intense. I mean, I would have been like reacting like the dog pooing everywhere. I mean, it just like. What did you think of the other women? Like, no one really came to Luann's defense. Yeah, well, Jules doesn't have a, a Jules. It's like too much for her. Jules was going through like the dad stuff with. Which, by the way, I'm trying to figure out if her dad, like, did pass away, didn't, like, oh. I couldn't find anything anywhere. I didn't know her dad's name. I wasn't, like, Googling her maiden name. I wasn't, like, being intense yeah, about yeah, it. But yeah. um, Jules is not the person that you can rely on, I think, to um, go to someone's defense. Although, potential spoiler alert, I did hear that there's some sort of shit that happens where Jules and Bethany do get into it at like a dinner somewhere. I mean, I think at, at this, some point, this is, I think it's going to happen. This sounds gross, but I almost feel like Jules needs to have a big fight with somebody in order to kind of have some sort of staying power. Why is that gross? No, that's 100% correct. I know, but it's just like, it's just, it's just gross because like, I feel like that's sad that like you need to like sort of fight in order to keep your place on reality well, TV. Well, I don't think it's that you need to fight. I think you, you need to have a personality of some sort and she doesn't. She's not like a hundred. She's not like meeting them at their level right now. But is now, Carol gonna have contact okay. with anyone else besides Luann? I don't know how. Honestly, like, how is Carol back this season? I guess because of Bethany number one and number two because of the thing with Lou. But Carol needs to figure out something to do, or she needs to activate a fight with Luann. Otherwise, I don't see how she could. Stay. Well, I thought she's maybe, not doing anything. I thought it was interesting. Like her interview last night, I was sort of waiting for her to say like say something interesting about like an observation no. on the fight between Bethany and right. Luann, and all she said was like. 
Bethany, I, I agree with the message, but not, like, the way she says it, basically. Which I did appreciate in the sense that at least she was admitting, like, this is not how one responds, since Bethany is seemingly unable to, like, right. Bethany's like, I can't believe... That was a cool, I'm sorry, there was a cool <laughs> moment when Jules and Carol were in the closet eavesdropping. Yes, that was um, actually very cool. And then Carol said that thing about how wallpaper in the closet means that it's, like, the sign of a really wealthy person if they have a nice wallpaper Which only in the I closet. Which I had never thought about, maybe, because I've never seen a wallpaper closet I was, before. I was so <laughs> So like, oh my god, that. into that. It looked like a very lovely place. I was, I mean, that, that was what was crazy about last night's episode is that, like, there was just stuff constantly happening. Like, all the women were eavesdropping or yes. texting or listening from other rooms. Or, like, being active in it in some way. There was so much, and there were so many switches in, like, personality and fighting and stuff that it was hard to sort of, like, wrap around. I mean, I, I do think it, this was, like, a top five episode of any Real Housewife of any franchise in, it was very in RH history. It was like, very I, good. It was so good, so well um, edited, so well produced in whatever way, so clean. There were moments where Lou had like moments of humor, mostly with, um, uh, mostly with Ramona, and at one point with uh, Dorinda after she melted down. That were nice enough where you didn't feel like Luann was being attacked for the entire hour. I think if she hadn't had those moments or they hadn't put those into the app, it would have been too much. Mm-hmm. Like if it had just been Bethany and Lou nonstop for an hour, I think it, it wouldn't have worked because it would have been just way too intense. But there were these lighter moments guided in many way by in many ways by Ramona that just like helped ease that. I action. thought Ramona did a good job of like. I thought How did that sort of... even happen? Was Ramona just going into mob mode? I mean, like, I think maybe it was because she was so happy she wasn't involved. Can you believe she wasn't involved once? I can't. Has that ever happened where there's been this kind of, like, epic sitch and she hasn't inserted herself or in some way caused trouble? I mean, she even did one of her Ramona apologies to Dorinda, apologizing on behalf of all of the women after the cake mission. Wait, did that happen? Yeah, when they were like drinking tea, and Ramona's like, "Oh, I'm I'm so sorry," blah blah blah, and Dorinda was like, "It's you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to apologize. It's fine." I mean, there were these like really solid moments where I was like, "God, I'm so glad that Ramona's there. I'm glad that Lou has a friend. I'm glad that you know when B was upset, Ramona was like with her too. She was having these moments where I didn't feel like she like had her head up Bethany's ass. I think she was genuinely agreeing with Bethany on some points and with Luann on others. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to think about Bethany um, as a lesbian. I just, when she was having that dumb conversation where she was like, um, I could like, or like, I wouldn't go I could, down on a woman or something. She but was like, like, I would never. I'm allergic to fish. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, Bethany kind of was like basic, like being, a ba- like being basic she last night. She was a super basic bee in a way that I just, I mean, like, do you think, okay, so we have screamed at each other about Bethany in, the, in a Kim Richards kind of way in the past. Just mm-hmm. like had very, very different opinions. Yeah. Is this how you felt about her the whole time? And am I just having like a come to Bravo Jesus moment? Yeah. On the birth date of our baby daddy Andy Cohen, is that is this like birthday what, today? It is. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I I think <laughs> that yeah. I mean, and to some extent, I think that it's funny. I, I watched that preview where she says, or Luann says to Bethany, like, "Who are you, the judge and jury?" On she because it happened in this week's episode, but it was also like in the sneak peek or something, and it was like another. It was like in a trailer. I had seen it three times, and I said it last night when, last night when I was watching it, 
Luann said, like, who are you in the judge and jury? And I was like, yeah, who is she, the judge and jury? And my roommate was like, you have said that every time that this is aired. <laughs> but, like, I really get angry about Bethany because it's just, I'm all for her approach in, in moments, and I think that she can be really fun TV, but I don't like that she, like, kind of, that her tagline is, if you can't handle the truth, you can't handle me. And it's like, that wasn't the truth last night. That, that was, was just you truth. being really mean about right. what you there perceive is, something to be. That whole dumb thing of, like, you, your truth, my truth, and, like, the truth, or Right, whatever. exactly. And it's like, no, that's one. That's one of the three. <laughs> one of the three. And I feel like she gets a lot of, like, passes by viewers for being, like, the real one. And it's like, to me, that, to me, she's not because like you said like she creates a level of mystery and like hands off like let's say fair about certain things in her life like her her romantic life because she wants privacy there probably and like certain things like that but then when it comes to everyone else they're sort of supposed to be transparent about things to her because she wants to call it like it is and it's like i want to call you out for what i think you are which is to say like Probably someone who struggles with an eating disorder, but had no problem making like making lots of jokes with Carol about the fact that Jules has an eating disorder. You know, we're like calling Luann and Carol. I mean, sorry, calling Luann and Sonia and Ramona out over the course of however many seasons for being alcoholics or being like like cougars. And it's like it's just like these things. And it's like, well, what are you like? What are you behind closed doors? Because if this is you, like real truthful, like there have to be other layers to this. You can't always be. Have you ever like heard any stories of like what she's like? In real life. I... Which is all of her lives. Haven't. Only real. The only thing I ever heard was those rumors that I read about her being with Eric Stoner. That's like the only real rumor I've heard. <laughs> right. That she like was like dating him and then I don't know if they ever denied or confirmed but that's all I know. I think that he or she, one of them eventually did deny it. Oh really? Yeah. But so yeah. That's... But like relatively recently like they let it go on and on and then they were like we're just friends or whatever. But I and you know maybe she was dating him and maybe she couldn't bring that up because he's an actor and like it was like you know a thing that they didn't want it to be. Whatever. I don't know what it was but maybe it wasn't true but like that's the only thing that's like the only like insider scoop I've ever heard about Bethany. That, like, didn't show itself on television. I feel like there's something else there. I think there's something else going on. I don't know. It just felt... I don't know. I just... I wonder... It's like I go back into my, like, defense of Bethany Moe, where I'm like, was she, like, having a bad custody day? (laughs) Something like, what triggered this? Or is it just that she just feels super, super aggressive about slights that have been made said about her against her for many years and Luann is passive aggressive she's obviously sure yeah super passive aggressive and she has played that countess card mostly when she was still married when she was playing the part of like the woman in a quote-unquote happy marriage or a marriage some kind of something and was playing that whole like this is what you do this is what you call me this is how you refer to me and that was also in the first couple years of the show and you know, they were just trying to figure out who, what, how they wanted to be seen on TV and what this whole thing was. And that's just sort of escalated in the point where it's been boiling and boiling and building in Bethany's head. And then other things are happening to other people now, like this season or last season with Lou. And it just became too much for her. And she just like melted down. Mm-hmm. I just wonder when Bethany rewatched this episode, which I assume that she did, if she felt totally comfortable with 
how she behaves and if she genuinely understands why so many people, including her supporters, and I'm pointing to myself, how so many people were sort of offended by how she chose to attack Luann. Because I just think it it was really ugly in a way that it didn't need to be. And if she wants to fight, fight other people's battles, she can still do that more power to her. They are all on a TV show together. But she just went overboard to another island swimming around in this like sea of hate. I mean, it just didn't... It just didn't work out. And I was looking at, so I was following the R-H-O-N-Y um, hashtag last night um, and after the episode to see what people were saying. And there were a couple people that were definitely coming at Andy saying, like, you better say bring this up, up at the reunion because it's too much. Like, she, Bethany went overboard in the way that she, people did use the phrase slut-shaming, which is exactly what it was. I mean, she physically, she literally said several times that Luann was a whore or slut. And Andy said, of course, it'll be brought up. You're not the first person to... Oh, Andy responded. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had to. Well, I was annoyed that the Watch What Happens Live was not because I wanted to see the poll. I was Because so I really upset. wanted to know... Because I knew the poll would have been, are you team um, uh, Ruben Bethany or team Luann? And it would 100% have been Luann. You I think? think? I, I don't... You know what? <laughs> she has... Because I started doubting myself at the same moment. Bethany is like NeNe in that they both are so wildly popular despite right. the terror. Like That's a, such a good comparison. There are other women on the, oh show, on the shows that are very popular. Like, I think Teresa's really popular. I think Vicky's very popular people can see that they are despicable yeah bethany and nini both have a way of like they're both smart and funny so people like love even their even their fans who like oh that's like they can sort of dismiss everything with like that's great tv and they're hilarious but it's like so i think that i would have i would have been surprised maybe if luann won that poll because i think that bethany's supporters still think that like she's funny and like wow she like and if nini did it too who who's the you know whoever the Luann is of Atlanta I think people would have been like you know she deserved it like Nene drug her it's like okay but you know Bethany was cruel and it was just like I said I, what was the, the crazy thing it was just it all seemed really unprovoked and it was like these are things you said to me what like six years ago five years ago when we started filming this show like I've just been sitting on this stuff and I don't like the way like she kept saying I don't like that you pretend like you're one thing that you're not and I don't know what Luann's like in real life, but I know that the life she shows on television isn't the life of a refined, like, right. countess, which is me. I know what has what she was presenting in the beginning, but, like, that was what I was confused about. Like, what does Bethany want her to admit to her? I think that Bethany is also partially upset, not only because of what you brought up, which I agree with at that point, but also that their friendship and relationship hasn't changed. But the thing is, their relationship and friendship may not have evolved, but Luann 100% has. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't agree with the life that she's now living, okay, like, more power to you. Like, I have their have roles opinion. reversed? Have the roles reversed for like, Bethany? Like, does Bethany think that she should be living her oh, life? Oh, God, I'm gonna vom! Is that what's happening? I don't know. I'm just thinking this out loud, but, like, you know, is this this... Not like that she's, like, Bethany's a countess by any means, but, like, you know, does she think that, like, Luann is, like, living this crass blue life and that, like, you know, as, like... <gasps> and that she... But now that Bethany has this money and is sort of just, like, what are you doing on television? Like, you you pretend like you're one thing and you're not. Like, what are you doing? I'm I just working... I think it's, like, a... Co- it's, like, a second cousin. It's, like, a second cousin of class with the countess. Because Bethany's... Bethany's not saying live my life a certain way, which is sort of what Luann used to say. Bethany's saying, tell me exactly how you're living your life so that we can keep it real. So it's not like, mind your piece. But she's not telling her, Luann, exactly how she's living her life. If anything, she's like, 
telling Luann that like she's, she's telling that she she's telling Luann to too. fix it, but then and but then refusing to like let Luann in to fix it. You know, she's sort of saying like she won't include Luann in things because you know she thinks she's thirsty. For... And a lot of Bethany's anger was like when Luann was like allegedly sleeping around while she was still married, which was like in page six. She would have like drunken antics or whatever. I. Again, I have to go back to, like, this being, like, is it Thursday? Yeah, it's, like, a throwback Thursday every moment that Bethany sees Luann in life, where she goes back to these moments where Luann was pretending to be something that she's not, which I don't know if Luann is 100% owned up to, but I do think that in one reunion she made a point of saying, like, when Andy was asking her about rumors and she was going through divorce and she's, like, you know, for the respect of my kids and my family, I'm not going to, like, get into it. And I think that... Bethany just hasn't realized that we're like in another we're in a new stage now mm-hmm. like if your relationship and friendship with Luann hasn't grown and matured it's because both of you aren't open to that happening I mean it takes two to tangle like these people don't trust each other these two people do totally. not trust each other so how would a true friendship develop when the foundation is so unstable 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 I mean I have some skinny girl guys someone else Lou where's your like Sauvignon Blanc for me to drink who do you think the the only thing that, like, like who do you think Luann has a friendship with right now? Like, a, Well, she now apparently has a real friendship with Ramona, and who would have thunk that would have happened? Wait, since the show wrapped? Oh, or you mean oh well, this... I was thinking, like, in that episode. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. But yeah, but I still Wait, think like, that Ramona's was... conditional with everything that she does. Yeah, where it's like you find her on a good day, and just like... I think that Dorinda and Luann are in a good place, right? That, that... Yeah, I mean... Based on tweet tweets, right? <laughs> Based on tweets. Based on tweets, based on the fact that Lou had that surprise birthday party that Dorinda and John were at, that Ramona was right. <laughs> uninvited. And then she had, like, a Snapchat story about... <laughs> and then Ramona, like, oh, held up like, a drum alone candle or whatever. I was like, <laughs> yeah, they are very up and down. I don't know what's happening there. Um, Dorinda and Lou... And Sonia and Luann. Sonia and Lou. I guess never Carol and Lou. Carol... I mean, and I, I think that... Oh, and Jules and Lou. I don't 100%. know if there's a friendship yeah, there. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, because they went to dinner with Dorinda and Tom. And, um, do, do, like, Dorinda... Oh, yeah, that, like the, the couple's couple dinner when she introduced Jules Tom. Jules was there, the right. Yeah, yeah, Jules Because Jules there. and Dorinda Durin, are friends. But, like, also, Jules is, like, a couple, like a year older than us. Is Jules, like, a baby? She's, is like, she 34. A oh, my God, is it us and Adam? <laughs> it's, like, Jules. it's just so funny that, like, Jules is, like, in this circle. Guys, we're younger than 34. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jules is like she is friends with these women but she is like a, has a good like 10 years younger than them right well is it 10 okay I mean wait. how old is Bethany I think she yeah I guess Bethany's in like her mid 40s yeah yeah because when she lost her mind at her 40th birthday party that was probably at least four years ago yeah she is in her mid 40s oh my god time flies and then Dorinda's at that age that I can She's never tell. She's gotta be tell. in her late 50s, 40s, early 50s. Yeah. Um, Ramona's now heavily into her mid-50s. Um, Carol's gotta be 50. That face, man. Not looking terrific. Um, and then who else is left? Sonia is TBD. 49, 50, 51, yeah, right? Yeah, so she is. She's like a legit 10 years younger. And also like has not lived anywhere near as many lifetimes as these women. I mean, I just don't think she... I, but she has experienced pain from, like, It's interesting. Like, is that, like, is that what the new... Like, I think Kristen Takeman was similar in, like, a model, had, like... 
sheltered. Wasn't like pretty sheltered. Wasn't like wealthy, but like li- not wasn't like, wealthy. Wasn't like wasn't ri- even wasn't, rich. Wasn't like rich, but like had a comfortable ish life in yeah. New York. And like, is that what the like? Are, who are the who are the new Real Housewives of like? Who are the Sonia Morgans and the Countess Luann of like the like who are young right now? Like, who are those women in the world? Yeah, like in New York City. Like, where are they? Who are they? Are there, are there, do they still exist? That's my question, I guess. Well, I mean, when Sonia came on the show, she wasn't Sonia Morgan. She was Sonia Morgan divorcee. I mean, she wasn't the Sonia Morgan that she used to be or was for like 10 years. I just wonder if there are women that are still like those types yeah, of women. Yeah, I think there are 100%. I think they're probably friends with some of these housewives. I feel like Ramona's friend circle are, is Pretty but are there young women that are still marrying in like that? Like it's young. like are the Jules and the Christians the closest we can get to like the society women of the oh, younger no. generation? There are definitely like um uh Lauren Dupont who married a bajillionaire whose brother in law just got married to someone who's like related to the royal family. I mean there are there's what if one of the old what if what if um Mary Kate Olsen joined the show? <laughs> MK? she's too busy smoking cigarettes every thirty. Her description of Mary Kate Olsen's wedding. Her to... centerpieces were just ashtrays, weren't they? <laughs> they just had it was like so in their weird. like multi-million dollar apartment, and instead of like any kind of wedding decor, they just had literally crystal bowls filled with cigarettes. It's so weird. How did that happen? Kind of How into it. Kind of into it, but I'm only into it because it's so absurd. Ashtray. It's like it's a real. Yeah, that's a full circle moment for some uh, full house ladies. I mean, it was a lot. I feel like a little tired from it, but I am also inspired by it. Also, I died that Luann is in a black glittery top in the last yes. couple minutes, and she she made sure to drop it like it's from my collection. And also the scenes from next week. Oh, when she shows up in the bot in the bodysuit. The worst thing I have ever seen. And Ramona in my says, "Ooh," and she says, "It's from my collection. Do you like it?" And Ramona like, goes, "I'm not I'm, sure." <laughs> Like, that's why I love Ramona, because 100% there is nothing to compliment her on. I mean, it was, like, bad. I'm excited next week to see Sonia back on... Yeah, I'm generating her interacting with the women, yeah. I miss her, but I'm also scared about her. I think think the scenes from next week are uh, intense and don't end well for Sonia. And I feel like there's an... um, there's some sort of moment that probably happens with Bethany and Sonia, or there's some reason that Sonia appears to, like, stomp out of the party, freaking out, Mm -hmm. talking about Bethany. I mean, I ultimately... I mean, ultimately, do you think it was a good idea that Sonia wasn't upstate? I kind of wish that she was, because I feel like Luann would have had someone on her side. Yes, but I think that at a certain point, Bethany would have turned some of the anger to Sonia, and I actually... I've really gone back and forth. On I this, think it would have been more also, emotional for Sonia. Like, at least Luann took it right. with like humor. Right, Luann understands. Luann has a life outside of this, and she has like a comfort. She's in a what appears to be a stable, burgeoning relationship. Blah blah blah. She has someone to go back to. Sonia doesn't have that stability, and I think it would have been too much. And I think Dorinda, in that point, was actually being a perfect hostess and saying something might go down and I am going to protect you mm-hmm. even though you didn't end up being allowed to uh, attend as a guest. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's a lot. The scenes for next week are like a lot. Yeah, this season has been really on point. It has been really on point and I feel like, do we want to talk a little bit about Dallas? I didn't no, watch it. you missed nothing. <laughs> um, if anybody wanted to, we could do like a 30 second review. Give me a recap. 
Um, the blonde, <laughs> this is my official recap, the blonde one. Stephanie. Stephanie threw a party for her husband. She had to sit down with her husband where she told him she didn't love that he, um, uh, assigns her list and she didn't love how that made her feel. And they had an actual adult conversation where he said, like, I, I hear you. I, I oh, hear you. Okay. And this is why I do this because my mother gave me lists and I'm like thinking that I need to give the boys lists. And it was like a really nice. Like a to-do list. Yeah. Like he, he assigns her list and she's like, I'm not a child. And he's, and he sort of says, well, this is how I was raised and blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't do it in a um, rude way. He's just explaining that, that influ- his childhood influences his adulthood. And I really appreciated that. And even though he's not, like, the most attractive guy, he's, like, sort You're of like... You're into him now. 100% into him. 100%. A little bit of a percent. And then they had a birthday party, and that was fine. And then everyone was getting along. And then the scenes for next week are the Carney literally... <laughs> Threatening to kill, I think, Marie, and then the ladies having an intervention. And by the way, and I think this does count for their vacation trip, but they're in Austin. They go to Austin. And it's like, you know you're not appreciated as a series when you're not allowed to leave the state. And meanwhile, Beverly Hills goes to Dubai, New York. Well, they usually take two trips, right? They take like a, a like a local trip, and then they take like a vacation. Potomac didn't. Potomac, Potomac went to like oh, friggin' they Bethany went to Beach, right? <laughs> and I think Dallas isn't even allowed that. They're so like, it, you're gonna go from Dallas to Austin, and then it, Beverly Hills. They went to Dubai, but they went to like on another trip, right? They went to like they went to no. I mean, like LVP went to go see a mini. Oh, they went to the Hamptons. Oh, yeah, they did go to the Hamptons. And New York, they went to the Berkshires, and then they're going to go on another trip. They're going to go on a trip, I assume, the second half of the season. Yeah, right? I w- heard it was Miami. Um, Atlanta, they went to Jamaica. I feel like they went on another trip, though. Where did Tammy fall on the ground? <gasps> oh, my God, Miami. Oh, bad things so happen in they, Miami. They usually go on two trips, like the real I, shows. 100%. I bet you um, a glass of whatever next week when you're um, physically able to drink again. Um, that uh, Austin uh, Dallas will not be given that opportunity. All right, cool. I hope I hope that they're not. <laughs> As um, do I. Well, on that Should note, we play out our beloved theme. It's song? been real, guys. Thanks for um, being here with us. Such a pleasure. And Damien, I hope you feel better. And I hope that you're off bed rest soon. <laughs> Till next week. Bye, guys. We'll see you.